Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon, how are you today? Sandy, I am doing well. How about yourself? I am great. I just love summer. It's my time. It is. It's all good. You're a hot weather person. I am. I don't like being cold. How about you? I like summer, but I like early mornings and late evenings because during the day I feel very sluggish. Yes. Well, when it's 100 degrees, that's kind of what you do. (laughs) (laughs) It's just sit. (laughs) Yes. Uh, It's interesting because I was noticing the parallels between our topic today, which is being stuck and getting out of being stuck and how I frequently feel that way in the summer just because it's so hard to get started sometimes. Right. And then I thought it was really interesting that we have tried to do this episode a couple of times already and just have not been able to. A variety of technical issues, timing, you know, we're finally getting to it after weeks. And so we're getting unstuck. Isn't that fun? It's amazing. It's so perfect. Yay. I love that. <laughs> so there are lots of ways to be stuck. There are many ways. And some of them are due to physical situations that you can't control. And then you can choose whether to stay stuck and just focus on how awful it is that things aren't working. Or you can find a way around it, which is what we're doing. We managed to fix the problems and continued with our goal, which is to do this episode and got unstuck. Or you can be emotionally stuck. Oh, yeah. That's really what we're talking about today. Have you been? Not in a long time, but I met a man who was very depressed and sad and talking about suicide and all that. It was really unfortunate. And I said, wow, what's going on? And he said, well, my girlfriend broke up with me and I'm just distraught. And I said, oh, dear, how long ago did this happen? And he said, eight years ago. Mm. And I was, whoa, wait a minute. This woman broke up with you eight years ago and you are still distraught and stuck? That's not healthy in so many ways. But that's his choice. He continues to look back and focus on the negative and he's in a rut. Why do we do that? Well, his thoughts and feelings have become a habit. Mm. He just automatically looks back and thinks this was the love of my life. And they were together two years. Oh, gosh. I know. In his mind, this was the love of his life and it didn't work out. So his life is over. He created that mindset and he's staying stuck in that. And it makes it so he can't focus on work and he can't live his life. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? Is that uh, not being able or willing to grieve? Is that rehashing things he could or couldn't have done? What does being stuck do for us? Well, I think after a short time, it becomes a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. If you feel victimized and you feel like you're powerless, for some people, that's nice because then they don't feel like they have to do anything. They don't mm. have to gather their courage and get strong and say, okay, that wasn't working, but I still have a life and I'm going to go make it happen. And when you make that decision, it's wonderful, but then it's really scary because you may not know where to go or what to do. Okay. You might get into the whole self-pity and blame game that can hold you back from moving ahead. Yeah. And what people fail to realize is that they can't change what happened. You cannot change the past. It is what it is, was what it was. You can change your reaction to it. 
You can change the results of it, but you cannot change the event. People keep trying to redo, you know, if only I'd done this and if only I'd done that. It just doesn't work and it just takes you down the rabbit hole. What are the long-term ramifications of choosing to stay stuck? Oh, there's so many. You could develop PTSD. Yeah. You just go over and over and over what happened and dig yourself a hole. You create sadness and depression and anger. You lose sight of the good and only focus on the negative in your life. Uh-huh. You do a lot of self-pity and blaming and see yourself as a victim and then act like one. So you give away all your power with other people. You can create physical and mental problems. You can have a fuzzy brain, physical exhaustion, stress, and all of the physical problems that come with stress. And people don't want to be around you. So you push people away and you lose the things that are important to you. And life becomes a struggle. The more you go over those pathways again, the more you reinforce them and the harder it is to get out of it. You're just going around and around and around, getting deeper and deeper and deeper each time. And then it just becomes the story you tell yourself. Yeah, You're in this place where not only are you dealing with whatever happened, you're having to change your whole story around it. Exactly. And it just takes more and more energy to get out. And then, you know, the sadness and self-pity and blame become a cycle and it's your comfort zone and you're comfortable being unhappy and miserable. And that doesn't work. Have you ever been in a place like that? I've been stuck throughout my life various times. I read some self-help pamphlet or something a while ago that said something like, you know, when you don't know what to do, choosing not to do anything at that moment can sometimes be the best decision. Right. But it can also become very uncomfortable staying in one place. So I have been in situations like that where I'm just not quite sure which direction to go in. So I choose to stand still for a while. Yeah. And then standing still becomes uncomfortable and then you kind of have to do something. Right. I think I'm pretty self-aware in that if I'm feeling like something needs to change, I can feel inside me whether it's me or whether it's outside forces. I don't Mm -hmm. think I've chosen to stay stuck too long in the past, but I know I have. But I think once you've been on the planet as long as I have, (laughs) you start to see what it is that's keeping you there. Is it Mm -hmm. that I don't want to look at my role in whatever happened, so it's easier just to keep feeling like the victim? Or is it that a value was challenged or broken that you don't want to look at. I feel like there's something to learn if you're not moving on. Absolutely. There is always something to learn. And you have to be willing to do the uncomfortable work and look at yourself and admit Mm -hmm. that maybe you made some mistakes or maybe part of the problem is yours. Then forgive yourself for that. The bottom line, we all do the best we can with what we know at the time. But then we move on and we learn more and then we look back and go, oh, wow, I wish I'd known that or I wish I'd Mm -hmm. known that. But you can't judge yourself with what you know now. You can't judge who you were then. And people do that all the time. It's like, I was so stupid. Well, you knew what you knew at the time. So be gentle with yourself and be glad that you've grown and learned. And now you know new things. Yes, it can be very hard to look back and see how you responded or reacted or moved forward. Even if you knew better, you didn't do better. And accepting that that was you can be really hard. Yeah. Well, and there's that shadow. 
a long time ago and many episodes ago, we talked about the shadow. And the shadow is the part of us that we don't want to admit is there. Mm -hmm. But we all have a shadow. And occasionally, the shadow will surface. We have to accept that that is part of who we are, even though it doesn't define who we are. So how do we move ahead? Well, first I have a quote because, you know, we have to do quotes. <laughs> it says, if you can't do anything about it, then let it go. Don't be a prisoner to things you can't change. And that was Tony Gaskins. Wise man. Yes. Choosing to let go and move ahead is a conscious decision. It's important for people to understand that letting go is not about forgetting. It doesn't mean that you're happy with what happened or that it doesn't hurt occasionally. It means that you're ready to release the anger and sadness and resentment that goes along with it so that you can take back control of your life instead of giving that control to the other person or the situation. It's claiming your personal power. Which means maybe sometimes mourning whatever happened yes. or whatever you did or didn't do, like there is some grieving that has to go in there somewhere. Absolutely. We've discussed the grief process, the anger and a lot of trying to redo it in your brain, even though that won't change the past, mm -hmm. depression, sadness, all that. You work yourself through that. The important thing is don't stay stuck there. Sometimes it's hard to move on because you're still processing whatever happened. And I think we try to understand where things went wrong. And sometimes there really just is no explanation. Sometimes you have to live another couple of decades before some tiny little thing happens and you go, oh, that's what that was about. Exactly. But moving on without that understanding feels somehow out of order. Yeah. And it's much harder if you're not completely mm -hmm. clear. But what you need to be clear about is that where you are, which is being stuck, isn't working. You've put the brakes on your life mm -hmm. and you're not allowing yourself to live and enjoy like you used to. And once you acknowledge that, even if you can't make perfect sense of what happened, you can give yourself permission to learn whatever you can learn and move ahead. And I think accepting that moving ahead doesn't mean necessarily closing the door on the lessons. It means just accepting that they'll come in their own time. Of course. Yeah. You never close doors on lessons. Life gives you lessons every day. Whether you want them or not. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're smart enough, you will keep the doors open and be aware and notice them when they come and go, oh, wow, that's cool. I didn't know that. Or, ooh, look at that. Mm, wish I'd known that then. Mm -hmm. Life is all about growing and learning and becoming a better, stronger, more wonderful you. So it's really about retraining your brain. Well, I don't know if it's retraining. I think it's just taking control of your brain, saying, okay, we've beat this other thing to pieces here. We've analyzed it from every angle. We've gotten what we can from the experience, both positive and negative. And now let's look at the present and where we want to go. Because living in the past gets you absolutely nowhere mm -hmm. except stuck. You look at where you are and say, now, what do I want to do now? What do I want to do tomorrow? What do I want to do next week? What do I want to make happen? And you start finding the positives like we started our podcast talking about the great weather because that's a positive. We love it. We love summer. Somebody who's stuck, go outside and enjoy the summer. Just find the good and then you'll find that you're finding more of the good. 
It'll build on itself. I found that sometimes to get out of a stuck thought pattern, it helps to do something out of the norm in my life. It can be as small as just taking a different route to work in the morning. Yeah, it right. helps disrupt the cycle that's occurring on its own. Absolutely. Yeah. Do anything that is new or different or not comfortable, mm-hmm. not as easy and mindless as what you're doing. If you're stuck in a negative pattern, consciously shift things in any way you can. Like you said, even taking a different route to work, whatever will shake things up a little bit, will get your brain moving in another direction. Mm -hmm. So I have another quote. Go for it. In the process of letting go, you will lose many things, but you will find yourself. Oh, I like that. And that was Deepak Chopra. He's so smart. I had a terrible choice of a boyfriend a million years ago who made some giant mistakes and broke a whole lot of trust in our relationship. We unfortunately were living together at the time, which was not a good choice on my part. He worked really hard to make amends and started doing things differently in his life. And he left me a note one day. We did not get back together, but we're kind of in the act of becoming friends again, sort of, just to put all the ick behind us. Uh And he left me a note one day that said, you know, I've been trying to change the way I do things and the way I see things. And he said, and I came around the corner one day and there I was. Like I just Ooh. came around the corner and found myself. And I thought, oh, that's so beautiful. You know, you start to think of yourself as the things that you do every day. Right. And he was saying, I was doing things differently all the way around and that's where I found me. And I thought wow. that is just, what a cool thing to say. Yeah. Very self-aware. I'm impressed. So maybe he's getting it, hopefully. Well, he got something in the moment. I don't know if it's stuck, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I hope he's was... having a nice life now. <laughs> yes, I hope so too. So I really liked the thought that Your authentic you may not be in the things that feel really comfortable that you're used to doing and saying and thinking every day. Exactly. Well put. Your authentic you may not be the person that's stuck. Yeah, that's true. And I also think, and this is a really hard one, when you're feeling depressed or sad or hurt or angry or just like you don't know which way to go, it's more important than ever to either resume or begin taking care of yourself physically as well as mentally. And Uh we've talked about this before, that it can be as easy as just taking a leisurely stroll around the block. There's something about getting your blood pumping and making your body work that allows your brain to free up and go in different directions. But if you can summon the energy just to get up and move for a little bit, sometimes that is literally all it takes. Yes. And that starts the momentum and then you just keep going. But as long as you sit and stew, then you sit and stew and you Mm -hmm. just go nowhere. So you always say, make an action plan on how to move ahead. And that just conjures up images of sitting down with a legal pad and a pen and writing out steps that you need to take. Oh my goodness, no. (laughs) And that just sounds so exhausting. Oh, yes. (laughs) So what do you mean when you say that? When I'm working with clients, we make action plans at the end of our meeting because there are things they want to accomplish between that meeting and the next one. And so they make an action plan of a few things they want to accomplish and how they will do that, or maybe just things they want to accomplish. For somebody who is stuck, I would think your first giant step in your action plan is, I want to stop this. Mm -hmm. I want to feel good again. That's a good action plan. And it's like, okay, what will make me feel good? Well, Like you said, it's a beautiful day. I think I'll go outside. That'd feel good. Oh, look at the trees. Aren't those gorgeous? That makes me feel good. (laughs) And you just take little tiny itty bitty steps. And then it's like, well, and then I'm going to get home and it's lunchtime. What would 
would be good for lunch. And then you move with that. And just paying attention to every little thing you do. And after a while, you'll find you're doing more fun and interesting things that make you feel good than things that make you feel bad. I think when we're trying to move on from maybe being stuck in a cycle because we did something we regret or we hurt somebody, when there's somebody else involved that we feel like we've wronged, saying just do what feels good and what makes you happy feels somehow like we don't deserve it. Mm. Like I hurt this person. I don't deserve to be happy or doing things that feel good right now. Right. You're beating yourself up. Uh So the question is, what can you do about that? Well, I would think the first thing you do is get clear on what you did and then reach out to that person and say, I realized I did this and I am so, so sorry. It was not my intention to hurt you and I apologize for anything it did. And then you have to move ahead and live that and forgive yourself for being human. And ask them how you can make amends. I mean, exactly. I truly think communication is key here. Sure. If you just insist on berating yourself for the rest of your life, that really doesn't help them at all. Not at all. And it doesn't help you either. Yeah. You have to address it with whoever you hurt and... Like you said, find out what you can do, if anything. And maybe all they needed to hear was that you recognize what happened and own it. Or maybe there's something you can do. You know, if you accidentally burned their house down, maybe there's something you can do to help. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's all about being responsible and owning what you do, both positive and negative, but then forgiving yourself. And I love the thing, you need to forgive, but you don't forget. Learn the lesson. Remember what happened and make sure it never happens again. But forgive yourself for being a human being who makes mistakes. Yeah. And hopefully the other person will forgive you too, but they won't forget either. And even if they don't, you know, there are plenty of people out there who are holding grudges and hating. Oh, what a waste. Well, yeah, it's toxic to everybody. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you have to stay in that berating cycle. Exactly. No, don't. It doesn't accomplish anything. Yeah, holding grudges is a real waste of time and negative for your physical health and your mental health and the other Mm -hmm. person's health and whatever. So once you realize you're doing that, let it go. It's interesting how much of life is about letting go. (laughs) Mm -hmm, It is. Learn the lesson and let it go. Those are so important rules. Bring us home, Sandy. So sometimes things don't go as we planned. Relationships end. You get fired from a job. Families struggle. Things break. All kinds of stuff happens. Life is about change and with change comes grieving. Sometimes this involves blaming, self-pity, depression, and anger, and grieving. It's a choice whether you stay stuck in the grief and anger or you move ahead. Staying stuck causes many emotional, physical, relationship, and situational problems. Staying stuck or letting go and moving ahead, whether you stay stuck or let go and move ahead, is a choice. Mm -hmm. When you choose to move ahead, you claim your personal power, you learn the lessons and grow, you find new directions and create new and more successful experiences and you find the joy and live the life of your dreams. We did it. We're not stuck anymore. Yay, we got this episode done. It's unstuck. (laughs) (laughs) And we hope our listeners enjoy it. Thanks, Sandy. Thank you, Shannon. 
We want to hear from you, whether it's your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life or topics you'd like us to address in future episodes. And we'd love for you to review our podcast. You can do so wherever you stream, or you can just visit us at yourpersonalpowerpod.com. Click contact and drop us an email. We're excited to let you know we are also on Instagram right now, where you can find us at yourpersonalpowerpod. And if you want to learn how coaching can change your life, contact Sandy at sandy at insidejobscoach.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, find your power and change your life.